Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 45 of the Fly Route Podcast. I am your host, Anthony, a.k.a. Tony Playboy, a.k.a. Axon Jackson. And I am joined here today by a truly special guest. He's the host of the podcast, Unsportsmanlike Conduct, a truly hilarious mind, the stand-up comedy. is the CEO of his own sports network. Was recently featured on The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Filling in for Rob Parker. And basically, for what I've seen, he's been there a couple of times. Sports broadcaster VJ Vernon Husky. You got an AKA <laughs> Chilla, for What's up, man? What's good? Listen, I'm an AKA kind of guy, too. And uh, Tony Playboy, I like that one. That's sharp. <laughs> I, I, w- I wish I'd have thought of that shit. That's a, that's a good one. Tony Playboy, you need to coin that one, too, man. <laughs> guy, let everybody know what coin AKA coin is Thanks in. for having me, bro. Now, real talk. Welcome, um, not welcome, but thanks everybody, man, for uh, for having me in today. I appreciate it. Let's go. Oh, you ain't got no AKAs for the crowd? Oh, yeah, man, but I didn't want to take over your show because I got a list. I mean, I'm AKA the ah, Big Vanilla Shack, AKA the Blue Barkley, Creamy Kobe, Mr. Never Shut Up, the VA's Top Talk Boy, the Big Vanilla Color Car, because sometimes in sports you got to deal them color cars. And when you do, I mean, I got I got a new one too, and I'm, I'm the Big Vanilla Seasoning Salt. You can put me on anything, you can put me on anything, <laughs> and once you sprinkle me on, you don't need nothing else. Let's get the grill, the stove, or the oven ready. Let's go. Facts. We have an exciting show for you today. We are going to spill some tea on some recent tweets by Shikari Richardson. We are bringing back COVID and concussions. We're going to get into all the new NFL COVID guidelines and player backlash. We're going to talk NBA free agency, all the movers, shakers, high-level and bargain bin players out there. We are going to bring back the RPO run pass option segment where we give you the hottest sports lines and news for the week and let you know whether we are going to run with them or pass on them. And last but not least, we are giving a big, big ballers bouquet to the other Aaron down in Green Bay, Aaron Jones of the Packers. The, 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 the fly route, the fly route, the fly route, the fly route. Welcome to the tea off. Oh, spill that tea, sis. This is how we like to start the show off. We like to spill some tea on our favorite athletes and some of the crazy situations they get themselves into. And today, VJ is going to run us in and let us know where we spilling the tea at today. Well, normally I know it's cute to have a little cup of tea, a little bottle of tea, but we got to spill the tea today. And I got something different than the cup and the bottle. Uh, the T is going to be on Shikari Richardson today, and I hate to do this because I know it feels like piling on, but sweetheart, I, I got a I got a box of tea for your ass today. <laughs> like I got this is a full box. It's got the rose of the tea. This is for you, sweetheart. Uh, she decided to take the Twitter again, and I said I've been on record on my own show on Sports for Light Conduct that you need to put your phone down. She has the worst PR team. In Olympic history, this is becoming <laughs> this is becoming a mess, sweetheart. You are a Nike athlete. Call somebody from Nike, get you a ticket to the Bahamas or down to Saint Croix or some shit, and go lay on the beach and relax and and get away from all this stuff. Somebody needs to take her phone. She tweets today that see I am human, with a picture under it of Simone Biles. Now, we all know in the Olympics right now in Tokyo 2020, Simone Biles has decided to step off from gymnastics and address her 
mental health issue, which as African-Americans, a lot of times we are not raised to do that. So it's great to see. And it's good that now it's starting to come out. This is so wrong on Shakari Richardson. And this is where you kind of need to sit this one out because I, I agree. People should be able to smoke marijuana. I'm a big I'm a big you know voter for that. It's fine. Athletes, it heals them. Let them smoke it. It's not killing anybody. You wrapped up a lot of people in jail for it. We get it. Now people are making billions of dollars on marijuana. But the rule is the rule. And we can't get into adjusting the rule when it's broken because it's a stupid rule. That's the wrong way to educate the masses and to bring up the next generation. So I get that it's stupid, but you still broke the rule knowingly. Simone Biles has 27 gold medals, guys. 27 of them. She's 24 <laughs> years old. She has more gold medals than how old she is. There's not a person in the history of sports who's ever had more championships or number ones than how old they are on a professional level. Not state, not county, not high school, not southern, not regional, not national, global. She's the number one that. To do, woman exactly to do what she does. This is just such out of line because mental health is something that really does need to be addressed. Michael Phelps, there's a documentary right now on HBO Max. If you guys haven't seen it, go check it out. It's only 59 minutes. But Michael Phelps narrates where he talks about the mental health of Olympic athletes. LeBron, Kobe, Brady, Jordan, Bird, Magic. What they face is called pressure is nothing compared to wearing a country's flag on your chest and their initials across your back in front of the world one time for four years. Not every week, not every season, not every month. One time for four years. We take all that pressure as American fans over three years and we put it on the shoulders of these people. Okay. And it needs to stop. It, it really, I get fanhood. It needs to stop. But the Tito is on Shakar, sweetheart. My, my, my queen, my black queen, because that's what I call my black women. Black queen, sweetheart. Put your phone down. Somebody need to take her to the club. Need to pour her drink or two. Like, she's got to get away from this real bad. Like, I got to spill the tea on that, man. That's just not a good move. It looks really, really bad. And uh, shout out to Simone Biles and Naomi Osaka, the tennis player who's also decided for the second time this calendar sports year to pull out of something major. Remember, she left the French Open yeah, as facts. the number one seed because she was going to get fined because she told him. Mental well, my mental health. I can't do this press thing. They're like, okay, well, fine. She's like, okay, then, bye bye. Yeah, they they lost on that one because people came there to see her. I do think it's interesting because the Shakari tweet is a retweet of someone else saying like athletes are humans first. She retweets it and says, "I'll say it again, I am human." And if I if I get you right here, it's the drawing of equivalencies to Simone's bio situation that bothers you. It's like you was already out the spotlight. What happened to you came and went. Now you back on this one as well. That's what's bothering you. It has because you know why I don't like I don't like narcissistic narcissistic athletes. I like arrogant athletes and I don't mind cocky athletes. Dan Marino was arrogant. Kobe was arrogant. Hell in NASCAR. I'm a Jeff Gordon fan. Arrogant. In wrestling, I like the arrogant. I like the rock. I like I, I like Stoke. I like the Randy Orton's. Yeah, but when you have to make everything about you, LeBron, Dion, and now a Shakari Richardson, this ain't about you. This has got nothing to do with you. You you got thirty days, sweetheart. Go sit down for thirty days 
and you cannot draw that parallel. You, you haven't, you've never been to the Olympics. Let me, okay, give me 30 seconds here fast. You've never been to the Olympics, okay? Your scores come out of nowhere. I got this stuff all down. She wasn't winning the gold in Atlanta anyway, man. Frazier Ann Price is going to win the gold in the 100 meter from Jamaica. She's the fastest woman on the planet at a 10.54. Your best is a 10.64. You're a full second behind her. Go train. <laughs> sit down. You, you've not even done what Simone Biles has done. You have not even carried the weight that Simone Biles has had to carry. You didn't perform with two broken toes, and you are not the face of the sexual assault case that came out where all those other girls walked away. And Simone said, no, I'll stay here and I'll be the face of it because all, all the girls run, right? In sports, when, those are, when they come out, they got to disappear. Simone still said, you know what? Here I am. I'll be the face of it. This is the time for all of her people. And I ain't got to say the color. It's time for all of her people to get her back right now because what she has to do, Shakari Richardson has never even been close to having to carry what she has to carry. That's so it's more that than even drawing a parallel. Sweetheart, you're not even close to her. Sit down. Okay, sit, I'll sit ask you a enough. question. Do, would you feel differently if this was a retweet and like sending out support for Simone Biles, standing behind her decision, et cetera? You're a Nike athlete. You cannot afford to retweet things to try to send your message. It's not how sports works no more. If you want to show support to her, you pull out your two thumbs like we all do. And say support hash. All she had to do hashtag we. I stand by Simone. We stand by we support. That's all she had to do. That's an interesting take. I don't know. I understand that. I definitely agree with you. The I'll say it again. I am human. Recenters her in a conversation that really had nothing to do with her. And I do understand that gripe. But I feel like there is a certain level of. Man, when she first made this decision, Simone Biles was getting kind of killed in the media at first. And I feel like it was it was important for other athletes, just people with a platform to be like, nah, pull that back. Right. What she's doing is commendable. It's important. It's the show of strength because it truly is. Now, that's not what she did. So I, I'm with you. Well, well, let me ask you this. Well, let me ask this. This is because this is my first time on your great show. The fly, you know, fly rule podcast. Can, can I keep it real on here? Not language wise, but can I keep it real yes, on here? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Just asking. She's black, man. With Simone Biles is carrying, bro. She's a black woman, man. And when you talk about the media or you talk about her getting heat, if it was, if it was a white girl, it'd have been woe is me as a nation. It's just how the, it's just okay, the country. Talk that. And I don't even mean to get emotional, but I'm a black. Don't get, don't get the skin and all the shit y'all see. I'm a black. I've always lived as a black, black and Dominican, but I've always lived as black. I was always identified as black. I didn't know I had Dominican in me till like three years ago. So it wasn't nothing I lived with where I could play ball. I always lived black. So I'm with my, my people. What she has to deal with being a black woman and the criticism coming. If she was a white girl, she'd have never gotten none of that criticism. She'd have been, she'd have been the face of mental health for athletes, even though you got at least hundreds of them already talking about it. They'd have tagged it and put it on her. She's the Olympian. She's Jim. What's, what's America? What's middle white America's favorite event in the summer games is ain't, it ain't track. That's us. We love the track and the hoops. They love gymnastics. Yo, this, yo, Shikari, you need to go and you smoke. You should like, go get some tea, go to the islands. Royal one, man, girl, go ahead and blow your smoke away. Keep your mouth shut, girl. 
right, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let it go. Okay, I'm gonna let Sorry. it go. My bad. I feel, I, I, no, you you weren't wrong. So you know that was fair. Uh, I'm a I'm a push this off here, and that was your to. Oh, spit that tea, sis. We are going to get into the NBA free agency period. It's coming up on us fast. We're recording on a Wednesday and the draft is quite literally tomorrow. So I want to talk about the big names of free agency, but also the more probable names. So we're going to start with the player option guys, because those are the biggest names, right? Big player option guys, Kawhi Leonard, right? Chris Paul. Those are the two big player options I want to talk about now. We know Kawhi is going to deny his player option. He said that outright. Do you think there's any chance that Kawhi coming off an ACL surgery makes his way off of the LA Clippers? I tweeted the other day that nobody knows what Kawhi is going to do until Kawhi tells us what he's going to do. He has the most control over his story than any, even LeBron, and we know LeBron's a narcissist that has the, everything's got to be about him, and he has to control everything, like a Tiger Woods was. Tiger was that way, too. Talk to golfer insiders, they'll, they'll tell you. He, the, he, he's the same way, but he just does it, like, quietly. We don't know, man. We know he's opting out. That's, he has the, that we're going to find out because you can't keep that a secret. Like, if you're going to opt out, you got to tell the rest of the league you're opting out so people can now get their pitches together for you and the media can cover it and shit, okay? So... We know he's going to opt out, but I, I have no idea where he's going, man. I, I didn't think he was going to the Clippers. I didn't think he was going to be traded <laughs> to Toronto, right? Nobody, like, I mean, Chris is my dude. You know this. And, you know, he was reporting, you know, I it's, it's almost a done deal that he's going to be with the L.A. Lakers. Like, it was like, that was bizarre, <laughs> you know? It was, we, we had all these, we had, yeah, I, I do some impressions too, people. We had all these guys telling us, you know, these players are going to go to these places. I'm looking at trades today, and I'm like, everybody's got, everybody at home thinks they're so smart, and now we're all in a second, and number 44, and I'm like, dude, none of these trades ever work out that you guys type on and put on social media. Stop that shit. These trades never go that way. I don't know where he's going, man. I, I'm sorry if that's a cop-out. If I if you threw a team at me, Miami, okay, you got to give up Jimmy. Him and Jimmy can't play together. I don't care what nobody says. Him and Jimmy are not going to be able to play together. Really? I, I used to defend Jimmy, but, you know. I'm okay, a big Nick, Jimmy You got to move somebody out of that situation. How? Who? How? I'm a big Jimmy Butler stand, so you're going to have no, to so explain to me. I, so was. I am. Current no. tense. So you're going to have to explain to me why you don't think it could work out. Because I will defend you until three or more people say the same thing about you that doesn't go in your favor. Not saying I'll leave you. But I'll defend you until then. So like you and I are colleagues, right? We might end up being dope friends. Somebody come to me on something negative for you. I don't want to hear it. Second time, I don't want to hear it. And third person that doesn't have any connection to the other two come. And it kind of sounds the same. It's like, hold on, man. Let me, you know what I'm saying? That's just psychology. You have to at that point open it up. So Chicago, Minnesota. Chicago was different. And Philly. The negative things, he's a hard worker, man. He plays hard, cares about the game. Let me, you know, all that positive shit. So I'm yeah. not knocking none of that. But eventually he does rub the coaching staff wrong. Eventually he will get into it with teammates. Eventually people will start not to like him. He wears on you. Okay. Kawhi don't, if Kawhi wanted that, he'd have said yes to the Lakers and play with LeBron. If he wanted that. No, Jimmy, okay. I think it's different. 
Okay. Because we all heard that Kawhi wanted to play with Jimmy Butler before, and that was his first choice over over Paul George. But Jimmy was like, I'm going to the Heat. And it couldn't work out for both because Kawhi wanted to be out of L.A. by his family. And he Paul George was consolation prize. Let's not forget. I know. Everybody, everything we hear about Kawhi is that he can't really lead. He's not that vocal leader. He's not the guy that's going to push people. He leads by example. He's going to put it out on the court. He ain't, but Jimmy's going to get in the motherfucker's face. Jimmy's going to yell. Jimmy's going to push. Jimmy's going to be the. How far, how far is that guy, Jimmy? How far is that guy, Jimmy Butler, with good teammates in the postseason? Uh, to one NBA championship that he lost. One, one finals, right? One finals that he lost. Yes. In, in the in the AAU in the AAU Mickey Mouse Bubblegum uh, tournament. Uh, right? I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Well, but... you don't have to do it. That's my line. I've been saying this <laughs> since last year. I'm going to keep saying. It. I ain't coming to your show not to say. It. Look, I'm with you. We're going to have to stay on on par for a little bit here. Kawhi Leonard. I think it'd, I'd be surprised if he left LA. I'd be surprised if he left. We went further away from his family, especially coming off an ACL tear. I feel like he's going to lock up the money and if he ever wants to be traded, he can force their hands. We know that, but I think he's going to stay. Now like, that's my inclination as he stays, he opts out re ups. So I'm going to move us down to Chris Paul. Actually, Chris Paul is another player option situation. I, look, it's interesting because everybody thinks he's going to opt out, right? Cause he wants to re up, get another long-term deal. Even though look, the money that he got going on right now is nothing to sneeze at. Right. Yeah. Do you see him staying with Phoenix, booking up another pretty good long term contract? Or do we finally see CP3 take the discount and ring chase? Uh, I I don't think you ever take a discount in pro sports unless you can't play no more. And he still has the ability to. I mean, mean, look, he's still a he's still a 18, four and nine guy. You know what I'm saying? At the point guard position, a lot of experience, you know. Uh, wrongfully nicknamed the point God. That's ridiculous. Okay. But, you know, marketing and social media today, I guess you got to do something for extra money. Um, I, I think he opts out and then he stays. The reason why he can't leave because it'll make it look like he's running. So he can't leave. Okay. He can't leave, especially when two point, two point factors, especially when people gave you the credit as if Devin Booker, and we talked offline on the phone today, how I feel about Devin Booker and what I think he is. But even though it wasn't really like, you know, there was already a guy there that could get buckets. You kind of helped just take the attention away from him. And he saw a lot of single coverage this season that teams will start to figure out. And as the playoffs went, teams in the playoffs start to figure out, like, okay, you can't, you can't switch. We got to fight over, stay with Chris. You stay with the, you stay with book. And the numbers did this teams will see that film. So Paul got that credit. Then he was the Vegas betting favorite over Giannis for finals MVP before the finals started. So with, all, with those two factors hanging, bro, you can, did, 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 you know, whether there was injuries that you led up to, and we spoke about that too, I feel about how they even got there, but the, still the optics of it is, no, nah, you, if you leave, you running, you kind of, you running because you failed. And where are you going to go? The worst, the worst thing for him to do is to come play for the Lakers. That's okay. The worst thing for him. He will never, he will never get any piece of credit for a championship that he wins with LeBron James and a in his prime Anthony Davis. Do you never. Think, oh, 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 well, uh, this is always an interesting thought to me. 
You say never get the credit, but he would get more credit than if he never won one at all. Depends on who you talk to. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm, I'm with you, but I want to move on to the unrestricted free eight status violin. Look, speaking of status violin, let's talk about Mike Connolly because poor timing for that injury after, you know, basically running the table during the regular season. So we got him coming up. He's about to be an unrestricted free agent. I'm of the mind that he is going to stay and get paid in Utah again. And it's crazy to think about this, but Utah needs him more than he needs Utah. If he's not going to get paid, if he's taking lesser money, Utah needs him more than they need him, that he needs them. This is this is a this is a good one, man. Props. This is a good one because this is one a lot of people aren't talking about. But the uh, Donovan Mitchell is the key to that. hundred percent. If he stays and Donovan leaves, he's going to be an obligatory. He's going to be in the middle of the road team. He's already kind of tipping through the prime. And by the time you can get off that contract or, or make enough of a fuss to get pushed out of there, but he's not even that type of dude to do that. He doesn't have that type of personality that wants to sit on the bench and pout now or do dumb shit in practice to get fined. Like, I want to get trained. I want to get trained type shit. The type of shit dudes do. He's not that guy. So if he signs something now and Donovan goes, you know what? Because if I'm Mitchell, I'm leaving. Okay. I'm not re-upping. I'm not restructuring. If I'm Mitchell, I'm playing until I am an unrestricted free agent and then I am getting the hell out of Utah I'm sorry to say this, but they've never won anything in the NBA, and they have the all-time leading score, and they have the all-time leading assist guy yeah. and the all-time leading steals guy from their franchise, and they ain't never won shit. Okay. That city's not winning basketball. Sorry. I'm with you. I'm with you. Do you think if they let Mike Conley go, Donovan Mitchell leaves anyway because their team gets significantly worse? It feels like they're in a catch-22 that if they let Connolly walk, we already kind of feel like Donovan Mitchell's on his way out, especially with all the controversy over like his injury and the way the team was playing him. We know that they they got D-Wade in building, hopefully to keep him, right? D-Wade not keep it because D-Wade's, his bag don't carry the weight that it should because when LeBron got to Miami, he gave the team to LeBron instead of saying, all right, we're going to do this together, bro. This is still my squad, but I'm going to still show you how you need to win. He didn't have to give him the team for that. Once he did that, it's cut. Look, dog, look at it real tall. Wade is almost an afterthought when we start talking about great players. When you start oh, talking no, about great that. players. No, huh? D-Wade is the third best shooting guard of all time. I know we can say that. We can say that, but I would, first of all, I would contend that with Jerry West. I would contend that with Jerry West, third and fourth. I would contend that with Jerry West. Um, that is fair. That is fair. Uh, but no, I, Wade is so disrespected, in my opinion. And he's going to end up, if, if it wasn't for the Hollywood side that he's doing now, he'd end up Scottie Pippen. He, even though he got one, even though he got one as the man with Shaq, we kind of we kind of forget that one. And we just give Shaq more credit talk, than real, Wade real, for real, that one. Yeah, I feel like people give Shaq more credit we, we, than D-Wade for that. that. He actually, down 0-2, down 18 in the third of game three, said, you know what? Team on my I, back. I understand what I got here in Shaq and he's got, but okay, this ain't this ain't the L.A. Shaq. So now I got to turn into Kobe. And that's what he did. Give me the ball. Everybody get out of the way. Whistle started to blow. Game started to slow down. 
Lee started to do this. And then when Lee started to do this and Wade turned on Flash, it was we rap. never, ever, ever talk about that. So I think bringing Wade in, I don't think does the weight that it probably should. And I agree with you. It probably should. But he's, he's, we, we've disrespected. We let social media and the sports media push Wade aside so we can build up KD and LeBron and, and make that the battle. I love KD, dog, but that was some real. I, I think Wade on my all-time list would be ranked higher than Kevin Durant. And I love Kevin Durant. I'm from P, I'm, I'm from near PG County where he's from. I saw him okay. in high school. Okay, that's that's interesting for me. Uh, so we're on Mike Connolly getting the bag in Utah, right? Because he ain't signing back in Utah for cheap. It's all about Donovan Mitchell. That's how that all went the way. It's all about Donovan Mitchell. This, this, it's a great question because it's got nothing to do. It's got nothing to do with Conley. This is all that moves all about Donovan Mitchell. I, I'll ask you if I could, if I could propose a question to you on your own show. Okay. If you're Conley, would you stay knowing what you know right now? If I'm Conley, I'm staying for the bag. He can get the bag. He can get, he can get the bag somewhere else. He can get the bag somewhere else. Can he get the bag somewhere else that's good? Yeah. Ideas, yeah. like I want to know, like what team out there with the cap? Like, do you think the Knicks give him the bag or something? Boston, Boston needs a vet, Boston needs a veteran point guard that would steady that would steady that team. You know why Kimba didn't work out? Because Kimba not a vet yet, man. Kimba's still with them dudes. Your point guard must steady and be able to get buckets in today's game. You know, it's going to be an awesome veteran point guard in his career when he's like thirty five years old, Kyrie Irving. Because he's going to be so still crafty. And that's what and that's what Conley, he's headed to. Conley still could go get you 30. I'm with you. The Boston, how does Boston come up with the cap space? Because I'm thinking Utah can give Mike Conley like three for 90. They can, they can move, man. They can move players. They can do. We never thought the Heat had money to get three max players when they formed the Heatles. That's true. Look, if Boston is willing to take the swing and pay the bread that, because I just think Utah is going to be a team that overpays because it's so hard for them to get talent into Utah. You can't let it walk. It's not about, but like I said, this has got nothing to do with Conley, the three out of 90. If Donovan Mitchell gives any sense that he might leave, if you're Mike Conley, you got to go now. And don't tell me there's not another team out there that would give him three years or at least maybe three for 88, 89. You just said it yourself with Chris Paul. Is it time now to take a discount to go get a ring? Would you rather Would you rather try to do that when you're older or while you still got some 35, 30 points, and not once or twice every 15, you still got some buckets left in you like Conley does? Okay, okay, I'm with you. That brings us down to Kyle Lowry, who is surprisingly like two, three years older than Mike Conley, but it don't feel like it when we talk about these players, right? We feel like Conley's on one of his last big paydays, but really Lowry is. Now, he has a lot of suitors. We know he's in a lot of talks. I actually want to know where you would like to see Kyle Lowry sign this Back home. season. You want to stay in Toronto. Back home, man. No, not Toronto. His home. Philly. Okay. Phil- he's from Philly? He's from Philly. Yeah, he's a Philly kid, homie. Interesting. Okay. Kyle Lowry, a Philly boy. I, I saw... I saw him in high school in a tournament because my brother, I grew up in the AAU tournament in the circuit. I grew up in the AAU circuit back east in D.C., Virginia area. So you get all the New York and then all the North Carolina, South Carolina guys always converging in that area for all these different tournaments because it's, the, you know, nation's capital is D.C. So for about 12 years of mine, I saw a ton of NBA players when they were 15, 16, 17, 18 year old at these games. Kyle Lowry was one of them. And Kyle Lowry played for this AAU team out of Philly. He's a Philly kid, man. 
And that's why he went to Villanova. He stayed home to go to Villanova. He needs to get that back there. Sense. But it kind of contradicts my opinion about Ben Simmons because I think Philly should figure that out. I don't think you trade him and run that kid out of there. I'm tired of watching franchises do that shit. Figure, do your damn job and figure it out. If you got to sit him down and say, dog, you got to break up with her. You got to get out of that family. That family ruins people, man. It sounds like he just don't work hard. That's what okay. people are saying. So then you so then you can't, you can't you teach somebody work ethic. That's the one thing you can't teach somebody. I, true. But have they tried? <laughs> Look, have they tried? I believe it, it sounds athletes, like Brett Brown actively tried. You remember when I, Brett no, Brown no, was like, see, you got to shoot. Brown stuff that I hear. I, I have, I have a problem with today's sports where there's a lot of blame game going on from front office to position players and position coaches and assistants and tra- like we saw a trainer fired this year because she so-called couldn't keep the Lakers. The Lakers ain't never had a problem. That chick worked under that long trainer that been there all that guy, the ball guy with the mustache that Kobe said kept him healthy all those years. That yeah. guy has been there all the way back to magic. She was under him. So you mean to tell me she ain't pick up nothing from him? No, y'all just soft today. Trainers are getting fired. So when you talk about people yeah. that Brett Brown and that stat, no, have you sat him down? Have Embiid's the star? How is an Embiid in his ass knocking on his door? Come on with me. We go to see 500 jumpers today. I'm trying to date 500 Rihanna. 500 jumpers. Five, yeah, yeah. 500 right, jumpers. Yeah, I'm five. trying to date Rihanna. You messing up me dating Rihanna. I want to date Rihanna. You messing it up. He want a champ. What'd she say? I thought, you know, I date champions or all stars or whatever she said, but. There's a lot of people I don't think that are holding that bargain. Yeah, it's on the guy. But if this is your guy, and this is the person you tanked for all these years. And then, but anyway, to bring Lowry in, he would have to go. Okay, I'm with but you. I would, like with to you. See, I would like to see Lowry. In, and once again, that, that's, a, that's a team that needs a veteran point guard to steady the ship. And Lowry's a guy. It can still get you 30 on the night when you need him to get you 30. Lowry's that guy. And uh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's expressed about uh, going back home. Yeah, no, that was a rumor like last year mm-hmm. when they were thinking about swapping the Ben Simmons for Kyle Lowry. It's coming up again already. We hear the rumors about Toronto currently denying the Philly offer because it's too rich. I'm interested in seeing Kyle Lowry go. Philly is my ideal place for him. I honestly think it'd be great, but I also wouldn't mind seeing him on like a, if you think the Celtics can come up with the money for a point guard, and one that's actually going to play defense, Cal Lowry would actually make a lot of sense on the Celtics if you think they got that type of cash. I want to move down to a former Toronto Raptor, Cal Lowry's close friend, DeMar DeRozan, also coming up on his unrestricted free agency. And th- he's not really a popular name because after he went to the Spurs, like no one cared about DeMar DeRozan putting up 30 points all in mid-range jumpers, right? Like... <laughs> I, I'm I'm interested. Like, what is Demar Derozan to you right now, and what can he offer an NBA team in free agency? If I'm Demar, stay in San Antonio. Cheaper living, no state tax, bigger houses. You know, not the line. Like, you want to come to LA, man? It's a three and a half hour flight. If you want to come home to LA, if you want to come hang out, do all that. I don't think he should. I don't think he should come here. I know the rumors are with the Lakers. I just don't think he fits what that team is and what that team needs. And to answer your other question, what I think he is, I think he's a two option. I think he's a two A minus option. He's not a one. There's there's 25 guys in the league. I think 
that are that can be a one over over Demar. But I think going to San Antonio hurt his feelings, and that worries me about him because that means he's really thin skinned And if I'm trying to win a championship, unless I just have the Jimmys and the Joes over your X's and O's, I can't do it with soft guys. I can't do it with guys that get their feelings hurt. I can't do it with guys. I can't do it with those guys. I need, I need, I need dudes that can. I need dogs. And okay. he's not, he's not a dog. That's why he needs to be. Listen, he could be a Bosch or Kevin Love to someone's LeBron and and uh, Kyrie or someone's Kobe and Gasol. So he's not even a two. You think he's a three then? It depends on who he plays with. Okay, because I'm like LA, that means he's a three if he option. The Lakers, if he comes to the Lakers, he's a three. If he goes to Brooklyn, he's a four. But like, if we talk about, can you win a championship with Demar Derozan as your second best player? No. Okay, so that he's a three. He's not even a two. No, no, because if he if he plays, because to me, Chris Middleton's not a two. And he won a championship. Ooh. Because he because he plays with Giannis. That's why I say okay. depends upon who you play with. Okay. If he okay. Co- if he goes to if he goes to the Brooklyn Nets, he's a four. <laughs> if he comes to L.A., he's a two. In San Antonio. He's a one. Okay. All right. So you think he's just staying in San Antonio? Yeah. Um, that's an interesting. That's an interesting look for me. I think it'd be beneficial for Demar to leave San Antonio. He ain't winning in San Antonio. San Antonio seems to be and go where. That's the interesting thing. I think the market for money on Demar Derozan is not going to be as rich as it once was. I think he's lost a lot of stock, especially playing in San Antonio. He's going to be a guy that might take significantly less money than he wants. But if he does that, he can go to a team like the Lakers. He can go to a team like, honestly, I would not even mind seeing him on a team kind of like, this might sound weird, but Charlotte has two guys, two two shooting guards that are going he off. might be the three. He might be the three in Charlotte, depending. You know, get Gordon Hayward, Mello. <laughs> I but like if he's the three there, that's actually like a really good three to have there. And they're losing either Devonte Graham and or Malik Monk in free agency this year. I like that move. To be honest with you, I that that's that's a team. I guess he listen. He I'm sorry, man. He he he's soft. He hasn't been to. He got his feelings got hurt when he got traded. I mean, they told him two days before they traded him that they were not going to trade him. And they never, okay, and don't, and he never recovered. (laughs) He never recovered. That's fair. Okay, look, I want to know: is there a guy in free agency that you just can't wait to see get his money? Yeah, man. I don't know if he's a free agent this year, but I'm, I'm, I need Boogie Cousins. I need somebody to do the right thing. And get Boogie Cousins a little, a little half a bag, because it's like him and Isaiah Thomas. Those two guys in the last like six or seven years, man, are two guys that just missed out on. And we know what they were. Like we know what it was, man. We know what Boogie was. Boogie, and and that's why Boogie was I forty or twenty Sacramento easy. as a franchise because Sacramento kills careers. I I I, I think. I need Boogie to get it because they should have gave it to him and they did it. And then he bet on himself and then he got, got hurt. hurt. And then yeah. and Boogie, no. And got hurt again. Boogie got hurt again. Got Boogie, hurt. Yeah. Boogie, Boogie was 27 and 13, bro. He I mean, that's solid in any era, especially in the post. That's facts. That's facts. For me, it's PJ Tucker. This is crazy. Did you know PJ Tucker has never cleared nine mil in the season before? 
He was my nephew's. He was my nephew's veteran the year my nephew was a rookie with the Suns. Okay. He was, Word. He was, that was like when you when you get a rookie assigned to you. My nephew was PJ Tucker's rookie. Okay. So, yeah. Yes, I yeah. I do know that. I do know that about PJ. He spent a lot on sneakers though. So I don't want to do so. He need PJ. that money. That's what I'm saying. I need PJ Tucker to get a bag. He's a great shooter, a great defender, the ultimate glue and hustle guy. Has gotten the chip. It's time for PJ to to get that good. You know, I need that twelve fifteen money for PJ. I don't know, man. I, I don't think nobody will. And you know what? Somebody PJ, will. They just won't be good. I, I think I feel comfortable saying this. PJ, PJ's cool, man. He got that trophy, dog. PJ, cool. I feel you. Go get the money. Bag, but he got the trophy. Go get the money. He got well at his age. That's why I asked you. Who? I mean, who's gonna get PJ a bag now? Like he is older. He is. You know what I'm saying? He's he, if you're. If you you if you're Milwaukee, you could give them a little bit of a bad, but you got a lot of money uh, locked up, and your three and your can. top three. Yeah, you got a lot of money locked up in your top three. You got to figure out Lopez. You can't let Pat go. And I'm an ACC guy, being a Tar Heel fan, so I saw Pat Pat Connaughton. His performance in the finals didn't surprise me, dog. It, it, in the are in the playoffs, it didn't surprise. I saw him in Notre Dame because he was in the ACC, and I was like, yo, when um, when uh, a white boy get to the league, he always like JJ. Nice. He reminds me a lot of JJ Reddick. That's what I think. I think PJ could get a JJ Reddick bag. It's not a long bag. It's like a two year height. Like it's not long, but it's. You got to leave Milwaukee then. And that's. And I, I, don't, I do think he has to leave Milwaukee to get that bag. Like if someone gives uh, PJ the two for 30, how PJ going to say no to the two for 30? The 30 year, too, I guarantee you that second year is a team option. Okay. I guarantee you if it's two for 30, it's not going to be just two straight. It's going to be second year is going to be team option. So basically, essentially, it's this 15. is a one-year deal. Yeah, it's 15. Same okay. thing. Why not stay with my championship team? He got to take a cut. He's going to take a pay cut. Else. He's been taking a pay cut all, all career long. New, 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 listen, man, when you get to a certain age, new city, new dry cleaner, new route to work, new highway, new traffic, new people. New, it's not people. Trade. <laughs> when my nephew's in the league, I saw this, man. Trades really do. Like I said, some people can handle them. And some people can, though, and it'd be the simplest thing where you're used to no traffic and then you get traded somewhere and now you're late to practice because it's like, oh, my God, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know. It's like, yeah, bro, this is such and such. It's traffic out here. You got to get up <laughs> earlier. You got to. So if you're not that player that's conditioned yourself to be that guy, bro, it, then it then it starts to snowball. So why leave at his age? You got the ring. He just got there. And like he got a chance to unpack. Look. Why not stay there, man? Because, well. At his at his at his age, his family is stationary wherever they are. You don't move your family after like 32, 33. You don't move your family anymore after that. Okay. It, look, it rarely it rarely happens. Look, it, it, I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. I'm with Chris you. Paul's family's not in Phoenix. No, no. <laughs> uh, okay, but that should make it easier for him to move around. But I want to talk about the last set of players is like restricted free agency. There are some big restricted free agents that people should think about, like John Collins in Atlanta, Lonzo in New Orleans with the Pelicans, Jerry Allen with uh, the Cavs, and then Duncan Robinson with the Heat. Those are like the big restricted free agents for me. Somebody always gets sniped in free agency. Team comes up, they offer them way more of a bag than you would. You end up got to let them go. I remember a couple years ago, Chicago grossly mistakenly did this with Jabari Parker 
And I think we gave him two for 40. <laughs> yeah, we gave him two for 40. And Milwaukee was like, look, fuck out of here. We ain't giving him that shit. Someone always gets sniped in restricted free agency. Is there a player out there that you see someone's about to come and hand him the bag and his home team is just going to back off real quick? Yeah, Lonzo. Ooh, okay. Lonzo's the guy that's about to cash out. Yep, because I want to see, once again, I want to see guys work through their shit, man. I want to see franchises work through your shit. You just got, like, I've always not liked the shape of Zion. I just did it. I didn't like his personality. I, I said, this guy's going to be a diva in the league. Y'all got his YouTube videos up from his sophomore year, dunking on five foot four white kids and some <laughs> in South Carolina. And that's not to say he's a good player. But once again, in today's game, you can't get physical with guys. You can't do certain things. And, and it's like, okay, if he played in a post, he could be Blake for a few years, but he's already had lower extremity injuries. I want to see them work that out, man. With him and the way Lonzo shot this year and the way he defends and the way that he can uh, can distribute the ball, you have Hart, you got Ingram. I like that. That that's a young, funny squad right there. Hart is also for restricted today's, free agent. for today's game. Once again, where you can't defend on the perimeter, how do you deal with? Like I would look at their record sometime and go, how are they eight games under five hundred with Lonzo at the point and, and Ingram on the wing? How how Sway? You ain't got the answer, Sway. Like how? Ah, they think Valanciunas is the answer. I would just, you know, because I'm with the NBA, MLB, and NHL being there so many games. I'm in the standings once a week. I don't go every day. It's like, bro, I kind of know where they are. I know they lost the last two. Last time I looked, they were down three and a half out of first place. So now they're five out of first. Like I can, I go back just week to week. Though I'm gonna go, damn, four games before eight games, ten games, twelve games, fifty. I'm looking. You're like, how are y'all sixteen and thirty one? How with, with that so much talent and you have Zion with the figure it out fire Van Gundy. Okay. That's the easy shit. You still got to figure they out. They should have never happening. hired Van Gundy though. No, I'm a Pistons fan. So you got me on that. You I'm with you on that. But I, I think my thing, my, what I hate is that he gets a raw deal because Orlando was not his fault and everything was thrown on him in Orlando. I'm with you. I'm, I'm out. With you. So I want Lonzo. So back to Lonzo. I want them to stay because I want them to work that out because I really think that's a 51 win team. Y'all is Tony Playboy. Welcome to the Run Pass Option where we give you the hottest sports lines in the news for the week and let you know whether we are going to run with them or pass on them. Look, we going to start where we just left off. And that is the Pelicans and the Memphis Grizzlies doing a pretty big trade, right? We see that, you know, the Pelicans get Jonas Valanciunas. The Grizzlies got Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe. Two pick swaps in this draft. They go from 17 to 10 and from 51 to 40. And a 2022 top 10 protected first round pick. All the Pelicans got was Jonas Valanciunas and the later picks in those drafts. I got to hear hear where you are at on this trade. Who do you think won it? What are your grades for these teams? Where um, are we at? I, I think definitely the Pelicans won the trade. And to go back to the topic we were just talking about in the last segment about Lonzo Ball and where he should go, I think he does leave, but I want him to stay because I want to see teams work through their shit and figure this out. And now... 
bringing in Valanciunas, and I just like saying his name, Valanciunas, bringing in Zonas, bringing <laughs> him in now allows what they want the league to be, more wing play, more power stretch for Zion. Now he can stretch out. Now Zion gets more drives to the basket for them, them huge leaping dunks, doesn't have to post up as much. Valanciunas, this can turn him almost into what the Bucks look like because Giannis plays the role of, uh, um, excuse me, uh, Zion plays the role of Giannis. Valanciunas plays the role of Lopez. Mm-hmm. You, you see, you see, and, and then you have he's a decent Holiday and uh, Ingram. Uh, and that comparison, and then Lonzo and and Middleton. However, you want to shake it up, but it starts to kind of make that type of team where now your star wing guy and Zion gets to now play a little more free, more drives to the basket, more one on one coverage, and and now you got a guy in, in the post now. That, and not to say Adams wasn't, but you know, Valanciunas is a little more sturdier, a little more stockier, bigger statuous kind of guy that could kind of still throw some bowls in there. One of the very few centers that still do. I, I think they, they even with all the picks and stuff, because picks mean nothing to me because uh, you don't know who you're picking. So picks, picks mean nothing to me. Player for player, they they won the trade. New Orleans uh, Pelicans did. I'm with you. I gave the Pelicans a B plus. They gave up a lot of draft capital, but they got the best player in this trade by far. And this should hopefully allow them to build something around Zion that makes Zion want to stay in New Orleans because they need to start winning games to get Zion, Brandon Ingram, et cetera. They want to stay there. It's big for them. I gave the Grizzlies a C plus. I ain't going to front on you. I, it, it's, I don't get Eric Bledsoe for them. I don't get Steven Adams for them unless they're going to turn these players into something else, you know? Like kind of Danny Green took a very short stop in Oklahoma City last year before moving on to final destination in Philly. Unless they have a plan like that with all this draft capital to bring in another big name to help stay and push the Grizzlies forward, it doesn't make sense to me because this is a move that I would expect OKC to do. OKC has been doing nothing but hoarding all the picks possible, right? This isn't a move that I'd expect from a team that was in the playoffs last year. They went backwards. Well, and, and also, too, on the flip side, I thought the Grizzlies did well with the trade because, once again, I think Adams fits for what their team is and what their team does. Now, they have more of a slashing attack point guard who needs to work on his jumper, right? Valanciunas clogs the lane. Adams is more mobile and moves a lot more and is a lot more agile. A lot of mid-range pick and dives you're going to see now. And you could throw the lob to him, too. Not Adams posted coming up to pick at the three-point line. They'll start to side uh, what I like to call mid-range pick and dives where you short quick, sturdy picks at, like, the free throw line or, like, the first block on the three-point on, 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 uh, on, the, on the side box where you can make a quick move. Adams is more athletic to turn on that, put his hand in the air, and get a lob from Ja because Ja's on the penetrate now, right? So Ja's got all the eyes on him. Valanciunas didn't move that fluently the way that I think Adams does. So I think he works for them. I just like, because Zion's the better player star of the two teams. What did that team get? That's why I say they won the trade, but I don't think the Grizzlies getting Adams is bad. I feel for him. Cause you know, not long ago, he was in the conference finals up three, one and <laughs> five years later, is fucking Memphis with the like, <laughs> I feel, I feel for him. Because he's a good, he's a hard-nosed, good planner. Keeps his mouth shut, doesn't draw any attention. Like, just gets it, just shows up and does his job. And you always want guys to succeed like that. At least I do. All right, all right. I'm with you. Let's let's move on down to Green Bay. Like, 
Aaron Rodgers is reported to training camp. He and the Packers have made a deal. He goes from having a three-year contract to a two-year contract. And some of his money has been converted to a signing bonus, gave the team some flexibility. And there is a quote-unquote gentleman's agreement in which Rodgers should be traded next season. Although all they've really said in writing is that they will review Rodgers' situation. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can hear your eye roll over there, VJ. And, you know, apparently he can't be franchised. They got him Randall Cobb. I want to hear, like, your thoughts. Runner pass. Did Aaron Rodgers win his battle with the Packers this offseason? Uh, man, can I take a sack? Or, like, I have to I have to run. I, have to, I can't take a sack. Because I feel like that's kind of what this is. Initially, I thought that this was a wink, wink. Hey, restructure. Give me a little more money now. And let's just cut part next year. You want to play Jordan Love. You want to move on. And if you're Jordan Love, listen, you gotta, you're, you're going to have an all-pro back behind you if you start next year. They read him up over four years. If they can work out the Devontae Adams deal, you still have Scanley. You still have Lazard. You still got this top 12 defense in the league. Like, Jordan Love's going to walk into a team next year that's that's ready to, for him to turn and hand the ball to a guy 22 times a game, 23 times, get the ball to the flight. Dylan? Out of uh, out of uh, AJ out of Dillon, yeah, college, the backup there for the next few years until that rookie deal works out. He wants to move on. So if 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 I'm Aaron, it's almost feel like I threw an incomplete pass. I didn't get sacked and I didn't take the yard for loss, but I kind of threw an incomplete pass. And if you're Green Bay, it's okay. We didn't get the interception, but they didn't complete the pass. And now that it's going to be we'll reevaluate. The classy thing here would just have been like, listen, give me a little more money now, and next year let me walk. Let me let me walk. Let just me walk. walk? They, let, yeah, let me walk. Here, let me let me let me explain why. Yes, walk. This is another angle that people aren't looking at. This is who the Packers are. Wake up, people! If oh, you yeah. do not learn from history, you will be doomed to repeat it. They did this to Brett Favre, and everybody wants to say, "Well, Favre kept them on the cliff at Favre." It was kind of both, though, because they're like, "Well, what do you?" I mean, we want we drafted this kid. We want to move on. Yes, you won us one Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers, one Super Bowl. Brett Favre, a lot of NFC Championship games. Aaron Rodgers, a lot of NFC Championship games. But only one Super Bowl. Well, Brett Favre went to two. He lost the second one. But only, you know, three Super Bowls out of those two quarterbacks and two rings. This is what Green Bay does, man. So that's why I say if I'm Aaron, if if I'm going to say I'm not going to play this year, if I come back to the table, then it's like, look, give me this money right here. And next year, you want to move. Let's just be real men here. You want to move on to Jordan? Fine. But you're not doing it this year. And next year, just cut me loose and let me go and let me go pull up Brady because that's what's happening with the older quarterbacks. Drew Brees, by the way, missed out on his opportunity to get out and go somewhere and try to win a ring in a better situation. You can see uh, that shit. Drew, Drew Brees was I, the reason I, why I don't they didn't know. win. I, I don't know who won here, but this is who Green Bay, this is who the Packers front office is. Period. Okay. And yes, I say cut loose because if you try to do the trade thing next year, I mean, I got a list of teams that would be ready to jump into that. But if you were going to do that, then you should have just done that this year. Maybe if they, you're going to trade him next year. They're buying, a, they're, they're buying year. a year. I think that's the whole thing. They want to buy a year, give Jordan Love some more time, because that is also Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers didn't start until year three. Like, that is also Green Bay. They're like, you're, you're fucking with our timeline. Basically, and I think Aaron Rodgers knew that he was fucking with the timeline. Yeah. So, you know, he, he wanted to do that on purpose. Yeah. 
I'm By the way, you. was that a, was that was that a bad boys was that a bad boys reference for my man Fouché? You fucking with my timetable? Was that a bad boys reference? <laughs> it was not actually. <laughs> okay, I thought because I love I love that line. I was in there. He's like, well, we have a lot of coke. You can't go. He's like, you fucking with my timetable? Like you messing with his money? What's up, Playboy? It's time for us to bring back COVID and concussions. Right. Uh, I'll keeping up with all the NFL COVID news, how it's breaking out, how it's affecting the season. And I, look, this is a big one because the NFL has released their COVID-19 guidelines for the upcoming season. And it's pretty big They're They're saying that they will no longer reschedule any games outside of the 18 week season. And that if a team has an unvaccinated outbreak on their team, and they can't play a game, they will be forced to forfeit that game. That is huge. And it comes with a lot of extra shit attached to it. They have to forfeit the game. Now, if their game was not played, players do not get their game checks from that game. The team that is responsible for the cancellation has to basically reimburse the other team for the money that they lose from it being able to host that game and have that game. So that's crazy. Like if you, you know how much money Jerry world makes in a game mm-hmm. that is going to be crazy, especially for like the Jaguars. <laughs> well, well nah, because con con is a multi-billionaire. So Khan got the bread, but like, respectively, con, con got con got elephant dollars, man. Con, con got bread, bread. Khan got the kind of bread you can't lose on a bad summer with cocaine and hookers. He got that kind of bread. <laughs> Look, and it's pretty it's pretty interesting to me. So, like, it's a pretty significant change in the processes. Unvaccinated players versus vaccinated players. Obviously, a lot of perks. You know, vaccinated players just have to be asymptomatic for two, de- uh, two tests, 24 hours apart. Unvaccinated players still have to go through the old 10-day quarantine. They still are kind of subject to contact tracing. You know, there's been basically the NFL has said for players, we won't force you to get vaccinated. But look, if you don't, this is going, we're going to make it as difficult as possible to do your jobs, as difficult as possible for the rest of your teammates. And look, we've heard a lot of player backlash, right? Kobe um, Beasley. Yeah, the vaccination thing to me, man, it's, uh, it's, it's a touchy subject because it, it just feels so political. And I, I, I love the way certain players are answering the question. It's personal. You know what I'm saying? LeBron got killed for that. And I, I, I got why he got killed for it because he's LeBron just gets killed for everything. But now I would even backtrack and go, all right, he kind of gets a pass on that one because now we're hearing other athletes say it's personal because he knows that there's back. This is just another form of division that our country does. It's a it's, it's- it's a Playboy affair. Welcome to the final segment of our show, the heart of our show, Ballers Bouquets. Too often in the media, people only want to focus on the negative and salacious things athletes do and never want to give them their credit where credit's due. Here, we like to make a change. And this one, look, we got to talk about the other Aaron in Green Bay. This Ballers Bouquet goes out to Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers for his AA All the Way Foundation. Now, he's had this foundation since October of 2020, but after re-signing with the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Jones pledged to match 
a minimum of $50,000 in donations every year to the AA All The Way Foundation. And the mission of this foundation is to impact the lives of this nation's youth through charitable giving and actions. And this foundation exclusively focuses on events that either educate, promote, or help diversity in multiple communities. And they do a lot. First and foremost, the AA All The Way Foundation provides 100 turkeys to families in need in both El Paso, Texas, and Green Bay, Wisconsin. They also promoted an event called the Aaron Jones Yards for Shoes campaign, and they donated a pair of shoes to a child for every rushing yard that Aaron Jones received in the 2020-2021 postseason. He had a 20, 126 rushing yards. They donated 126 pairs of shoes to middle and elementary school children. And then they held a second shoe drive in El Paso, Texas. So you can see him giving back to his home community as well as his community in Green Bay. But as we always like to say here on the Fly Route podcast, there is more. He also had a free camp over several years, but has been shut down recently due to the pandemic in which they teach basic football skills and diversity training and promotions of unity to a bunch of students for free every single summer. They also give back to military families, which is something that's uniquely important to Aaron Jones and his brother. That's the two A's and AA all the way who grew up in a military family and had both of their parents deployed to Iraq. They do things such as take the family of military members to the zoo, have movie nights, take them on trips and always try to give back through what they call freedom is. And they get stories from these families that tell them what they think freedom means to them as something that's very important for them to give back to the men and women that support our country. So this week's Ballers Bouquet goes out to Aaron Jones. He's been doing the most in the best way possible. That's outstanding, man. That's dope. You should uh, you should record that and send that to Aaron Jones, man. That was a great piece. Very well and very eloquently stated by you. That was it for episode 45 of the Fly Route Podcast. As always, I appreciate each and every single one of your listeners, whether it's on YouTube, Podchaser, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you get your Fly Route podcast. Make sure that you subscribe, like whatever videos you see. And I got to give a big, big, big thank you to VJ for coming on the show, rocking with me this week, giving us that real sports talk. You got to let people know where they can find you. All day long, man. You guys can find me on Twitter and Investing Sports. That's V-E-S-N. Spelled just like it is on the fit here. Vessin Sports at Twitter. And then a lot of my life, personal stuff, comedy and sports over on IG at The Big Vanilla Funny. It spells just like it sounds. Big Vanilla Funny. Find me over there, man. Also, Spreaker.com. Check out my Sports Talk radio show. Just crossed over 20,000 listeners. I want to thank everybody from the 26th state and 16 countries that tune in. VJ's on Sports Like Conduct. Also okay. on your iHeartRadio app. Okay, fantastic, fantastic. Thank you all for joining us once again, and I can't wait to give you our next episode next Friday. The, 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 the Fly Rail Pod, the Fly Rail Pod, the Fly Rail Pod, the Fly Rail Pod.